Hey everyone, this is Deborah Rodriguez recording once again for her podcast, Church Kids, a podcast about music, art, fashion, and PKs growing up under church pews. So, I'm currently on Thanksgiving break. Um, I have been doing homework this entire week, honestly. Not for last week, but like, I've been doing homework for... Um, my last two weeks of this entire session, and I am honestly about to be finished with the first semester because my parents and my siblings have been encouraging me to do homework this week just to get it out of the way because I normally suck with completing work on time. And speaking of completing work on time, this podcast is actually for some late work. Um, yes, I have received a message from Jubilee. She told me that I needed to do some late work and turn it in. So that's what I'm doing right now. So thank you, Jubilee, for giving me a second chance to do this. You are awesome. All right. So once again, um, last week I put up something on my story um, talking about how I don't really know what to talk about, even though I'm a PK, talking about PKs. Um, so I have more questions that people have sent me, and I'm going to answer them. So let's go ahead and get started with the first question. All right. Um, first question will be from Alexandra Valdez. Um, she said, did any of your siblings, who are also PKs, help you with hard stuff? And then she also said, were, was there even hard stuff to begin with? Um, I want to say yes, they did help me. Um, they helped me get through a lot, honestly. Um, not that I even actually went through anything for real. But I feel like... I didn't really go through that much. I mean, there were there were times where I was, um, I don't want to say I rebelled against my parents, but there were times where I did get into a lot of trouble, like for lying. Um, there was one time in fifth grade, I stole someone's jacket from the lost and found at school, and I was bragging about it to my little brother. It was it was when I was like going through a phase of just of just loving name brand things. I don't know why. Um but yeah. Um my sister especially helped me a lot. I love my sister. She's really great, Chanel. She's an awesome person. Um she helped me go through like boy problems that I've had growing up. Um Actually, I didn't really have that many boy problems either. I don't. I don't know why I just said that. I've only had. I've only dated like one person, so I've only had like a few problems within that relationship. But, <laughs> um, yes, she has helped me through that. Um, and she's always been super encouraging about obeying my parents, making sure that I don't have an attitude. Um, just respecting them in general, and I know that she also went through the same thing, like, struggling with, um, with certain things that she was and wasn't allowed to do, and, 
Um, so she just really helped me a lot. Um, and Juan also helped me as well. Uh, like, respect my parents and always encouraged me to make sure I just keep my mouth shut when it needs to be shut. So I appreciate them very much for that. Um, there was also a time in middle school I was going through a phase of lying to my parents about stuff. Um, nothing too major. Uh, just like my diabetes. <laughs> uh, uh, not saying that's not major, but yeah. Um, there was a time where I was struggling with that, and I was always, I didn't really like telling my mom that I always had high blood sugars because I was eating like sugar and whatever other crap I wasn't supposed to actually have in middle school. And so (laughs) I always got in trouble with that. And so my siblings helped me to like not lie to my parents about that kind of thing. Um, And there was also a time in middle school where I was constantly getting sent to ISS for like I don't know what, but it was just a struggle. Um, but yeah, my my siblings are very, very, very encouraging. And then there's Daniel. He also helps as well. He puts a smile on my face when I'm feeling down most of the time. Um, but yeah, there is nothing that was too, too major. Um, as of right now, um, with my relationship that I have with Ashton, they... My brother and my sister are both helping me, like, to make sure that I am obeying my mom and, like, you know, not to, um, like, not to, not to touch. I don't like saying touch. That's weird. Um, but not to, you know, like, cross the boundaries, um, and just, and just to make sure that I am still respecting my mother Um, She doesn't really like us cuddling on the couch or anything like that. My mom is very strict with the dating. Um, She doesn't like holding hands. Um, But, yeah, my siblings are helping me and reminding me to just respect my mom. And no matter what she says, even if she is frustrating me or I get into uh, situations with her, just to remember that she's my mother and that I am to. Uh, I'm here to obey her and to listen to what she has to say. Same thing for my dad. Um, My dad is more chill, but there are times where um, we argue and they're just a constant reminder. Like, you know, you have to respect your parents, which is the only thing that I've honestly struggled with, just respecting my parents and making sure I keep my mouth shut when it needs to be shut. So, um... So, moving on to the next question. Ah! Um, this one is from Ashley Faulkner. You sent me a lot, Ashley. Um, (laughs) I appreciate that so much. Um, so you asked, did Mama Mia make dating hard for you because you were PK or is Mama Mia just tough? (laughs) Um, I want to say, I don't, honestly... I feel like my mom is just tough in general. Not, I don't. Okay, she is tough, but my mom just also really, really, really loves her kids. She loves us a lot. Sometimes a little too much, 
but I know she had the best intentions for us. Um, so she, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, there was a time where I was in a relationship, I guess you could say, it was one that she didn't approve of, um, and I honestly didn't really understand why, no one understood why, um, and this was, this was a relationship that I did hide from both of my parents, um, everyone else knew, but, like, literally everyone else knew, like, my family knew, my friends knew, people at the church knew, even a few people out of town knew, I guess, um, but my parents were the only ones that did not know, which, honestly, I hated that they didn't know about this relationship, or I, I would hate it if they didn't know about, like, any relationship I was in, um, because that is not okay, that is disobeying your parents, and that is lying, um, but yes, um, I didn't understand why she did not approve, um, and I was very rebellious at this point um, towards both of my parents um, with this relationship. Uh, I never really, I wouldn't say I snuck out to do anything. Um, but if we did have the opportunity to, like, be together, like, at any point or any place, I would make sure I was there. Um, we were, we were texting and we were talking, I would, we would always talk on the phone, um, and I was constantly, like, deleting messages, um, and my parents, like, they always thought that there was something going on, but they weren't 100% sure, um, and it was because of me hiding, um, this relationship that I was in and stuff, and I, I always thought it was because my mom, like, didn't trust me, or, like, it was because she was just being unreasonable, or being really strict for no reason at all, and I didn't understand it, um, I was very angry with my mother at this time, um, I was, I, hated being at home, and, I mean, it was very dramatic, like, the way I was feeling now that I'm thinking about it, like, I was in freaking high school, um, but, um, yes, I was just very rebellious at this point, and we were always arguing, and, like, just a bunch of chaotic, um, stuff happening, and I honestly just thought, like, okay, I don't understand why my mom hates me, why did she not trust me, why is she being so strict for no reason, why is she being unreasonable, um, but then I realized, like, at the end of this relationship, um, there were very, like, there were so many ups and downs within this relationship between me and this person, um, and, uh, by the end of it, by the very, very end of this relationship, and, like, now that I'm looking back at it, um, I realized that, you know, everything that my mom has said to me or that she has told me, she always said, like, you know, he's not the one for you, you're not going to marry him, um, da-da-da-da-da, um, when I was in high school and she would tell me these things, I always thought, like, you don't know what you're talking about, you can't tell me, like, how to love someone, you can't tell me 
who to like or when to get over um, somebody. And so I would, I was just constantly upset with my mom. And, um, but, but as I was saying, at the, at the end of this relationship, um, I realized that everything she told me was correct. Um, (laughs) this person wasn't the one for me. Um, I'm not going to get married to him. And just so many things that she has told me and, like, she said that was going to happen within this relationship, it ended up happening. And so, um, I don't think that my mom, well, yes, she is tough, but I don't think it's, like, her being unreasonable whatsoever. Um, I believe that my mom loves me very, very, very much, um... And she has good intentions and, you know, what they say, like, your mom is always correct when it comes to relationship. And I honestly believe that. (laughs) I hope I'm looking back at it. Um, I'm not going to say I regret the relationship at all because I feel like I have grown from uh, who I was to now um, with the current relationship that I'm in. Um, So I'm not going to say I regret it. But a part of me, like, I do wish that um, I listened and obeyed my mom because everything that I went through, all of the arguments, all of the yelling, um, the tension that was in the house or, like, the tension that was just anywhere, honestly, between me and and my mom, um, it made me realize that that was not worth it whatsoever um like it was not worth me getting into so much trouble all the time me always staying at home not being able to go out it wasn't worth me and my mom arguing or yelling at each other whatever happened um I could have saved all of that and I Honestly, I could have been, like, focusing on myself, and I could have been focusing on school, and my grades could have been better. Um, I could have been focusing on my relationship with Jesus and, like, my friends and all that um, stuff. But, you know, I am very thankful that I did go through it because now I know, like, what to look forward to in a relationship, um, and I know, like, what to expect from my mom, um, now that I'm in this new relationship, and that happened, that was, like, like, four years ago, my last relationship that I was in, and I now have a boyfriend, and, um, we are doing really well, and I know what to expect from my mother, um, like, she is, uh, very cautious of her children, and she doesn't like touch, she doesn't like kissing, no cuddling, holding kids, she, she doesn't mind if you give a hug, it's okay if you give a hug, or if he has his arm around me, but just being snuggled up, she's not okay with, um, so, and I, I don't think it's her, like, being strict at all, and, um, 
I was getting frustrated, like, that she was always like, okay, remember now, no kissing, no holding hands, remember what I told you, Deborah, da 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 and you always have to be home at this time, he can't stay here past this time, and I, I'm honestly thankful that she is like that, um, because I know, like, I don't think anything would actually happen, I don't think I would do anything, um, but I'm just very thankful that my mom cares a lot about me, and that she also cares for the other person as well, and, um, you know, she's just making sure that I am safe, and that I am making smart decisions, and I also believe that this is, will help me, like, her being strict, <laughs> um, her protecting me and keeping me safe will also help me, like, for when I get older and one day I will get married, you know? Um, so, yeah, I hope that answered your question, Ashley. Um, that was actually a really good question. Um, so moving on to the next. Let's see. Um, okay, this one is from Molly Fitz. Um, she said... Do you have to second guess how to word things? <laughs> um, I'm going to be very blunt right now. I have a very hard time with second guessing. Um, especially when it comes to the words that I use. And this is something I've always struggled with. Like when I was a little kid, I remember, um, <laughs> I remember this one time. Uh, one of the old pastor's wives at North Highland Church came up to me. And I was I was very, very young. I'm, I probably was like four or five. I don't know. But I remember her coming up to me. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you're such a pretty little girl. Da, 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 da. Um, I don't know what she said. But I, on the other hand, looked at her. With my eyes, I looked at her with my eyes, in her eyes, and I said, um, why do you have a mustache? And I honestly just remember my mom being so embarrassed, and I got in so much trouble that day for saying that. Now that I'm looking back at it, that is a terrible thing. Why would I say something like that? I don't know. But, (laughs) um... That is one thing I do have a problem with, is, is second-guessing myself about the things that I say. Um, I am not going to like. There are times where I will slip up and say a few bad words when I get very angry. Um, or when me and my brother are arguing. There are times where I will say the most hurtful things. Um, or even at Starbucks, there have been a couple of times where I have gotten into, not arguments, but customers have been rude before, and, you know, like, working at Starbucks sometimes, it can be very frustrating, and so sometimes I will be, in the moment when they're being rude to me, I will be frustrated, like, um with work in general, and so then I will take my anger out on them, 
and I will react a way I should not be reacting. Um, I wouldn't cuss them out or anything because I would get fired, but um, yes, I am rude back to the customer sometimes, which is not okay whatsoever. You should always be nice to your customers no matter where you work because they come first sometimes. But yeah, um, I would say I have gotten better uh, with wording things. Um, and I would say that I'm not as bad as I used to be beforehand because also like even on Twitter, like in high school, I was very, very, very bad on Twitter. Um, I would tweet very mean things to people. I didn't care who you were. Um, I would subtweet people. Um, I was always being petty or like I would call someone out on Twitter, just on social media, like very, very childish things like that. And looking back at it, I, it's just so, ew, you know? (laughs) Um, so yes, now I am aware of like the things I say and I am aware of how I can be so quick to anger, um, which is why I always like to remind myself about what it says in James, um, be slow to talk and quick to listen, um, so that is something I am still, like, learning how to do, it is very hard sometimes, but I am currently, like, learning on how to keep my mouth shut and when to keep my mouth shut. I also just did um, a devotion plan on the Bible app. This is a really good app. Um, I did a devotion plan, and it was called Watch Your Mouth, Um, and it just talked about, like, how we, just like I said, we should be quick to listen and slow to talk, Um, and it was really, really good, and it also talked about, like, guarding your heart and not to complain so much, and it was just very reminding, and I loved it so, so much. Um, So, if you are someone like me and you struggle with keeping your mouth shut during times that it needs to be shut, then I would recommend Watch Your Mouth the Watch Your Mouth plan on the Bible app. It is really good. Um, so, but yes, I am, I do second guess, like, the things I say in how to word um, what I want to say to people or just that in general. Like, with relationships and with my parents, it doesn't matter. Like, I am very cautious now and... Um, yeah, so, <laughs> I hope that answered your question, I'm very bad at, I'm also very bad at, like, getting my words out, so, there is that, if you can't tell, I struggle a lot with getting my words out and just talking to people in general, um, so I hope that answered your question, Molly, um, moving on to the next. Uh, another one from Alexander Valdez. 
this wasn't really a question, but she said, OMG, please talk about FOMO. That's funny you say that, Alexander, because I actually did my devotion in back in October. I did my devotion on FOMO, and it was called No Mo FOMO. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyways, um, so the fear of missing out. <sighs> that is one thing that I have struggled with in the past. I didn't realize that I was struggling with it. Um, but, or I didn't realize that at the time, but now I do see that I have definitely, like, I have struggled with the fear of missing out, like, a lot. Um, uh, if you know my parents very well, um, you know that if I go out one weekend and I'm out all day, doesn't matter what I'm doing, if I'm out all day, um, with friends or with my siblings, just, you know, having a good time, not doing anything, not at home, like, um, doing chores or working on stuff that I need to work on. If I am out one weekend, the next weekend, I will not be allowed to go out. Um, the next weekend, I will have to stay in at home or go to work and then come back home. Um, uh, on some school nights, I, well, not some, most school nights, I am not allowed to go out, even if I did finish my homework, um, I'm not allowed to go out, um, most Sundays, I'm not allowed to go out either, um, it depends on, like, what I'm doing, who I'm with, because it's Sunday, and, you know, my parents believe that is the time of rest, which it, it is, it's the time of rest, and I should be at home spending time with my family, um, so I did struggle a lot with FOMO, um, yeah, and I, I always thought that it was because my parents were, like, they just don't want me to have fun, that's what I believed, um, or, like, I believed that they were just boring and lame, but, um, no, I realized this was, this had nothing to do with them, um, me struggling with FOMO had nothing to do with my parents whatsoever, it had to do with me, and, like, how I was feeling and how I needed to take care of myself. Um, you know, I always thought, like, as I said, I always thought, like, it was because my parents just didn't want me to have fun. But in reality, like, when whenever they would tell me to stay home and I didn't want to stay home and I was too worried about what other people were doing, um, what my friends are doing, like, it doesn't matter. Um, I was always focused on what people were doing if I wasn't there and I was always complaining and I was nagging my parents constantly asking like again and again and again if I could go out after they've already said no once and um, I would like I don't know um, text my friends and, and already get on social media and look at 
um, people's stories and see like how much fun they were having and how lame my parents are and how lame I had like how lame I was for just staying at home and um but in reality um I realized that I was also missing out on what God was what God needed to tell me um I was missing out on what he had for me, on the blessings that he had for me, what he wanted to tell me, what he wanted me to see, um, because I was too focused on what other people were doing. I was too focused on what I was missing out on, like, in the world. Um, so there were many times where I have missed um, opportunities Um and I have missed blessings because I was ignoring God. I was not focused on Him. Um, I was too focused on things that were irrelevant, honestly. <laughs> and you know, I feel like I feel like it can go both ways. And this is something that Miley said during my devotion when I opened it up for a discussion. Um, but uh, FOMO isn't always bad um we should be having FOMO of what the Lord is telling us um we should be we should have the fear of missing out like of what God wants to say to us you know um and I realize like it is it is good to just stay at home like it's okay to be at home, be by yourself, um, spending time with your family. It's okay to do that. Um, honestly, like I've realized myself that I don't always have to go out. I don't always have to be a part of the world. Um, I don't always have to hang out with my friends or do this or that. Like it is okay to just be at home, be present with the Lord in your room or wherever you do your devotion um because you you know you never want to miss out on what God has to say because that is one of the most important things in life so um yeah um yeah I hope that answered your question Alex that was a or not your question but that was me talking a little bit about FOMO which I also did a plan on that um it was called fighting FOMO and it was also like really good um on the Bible app so if you don't have the Bible app you should definitely download it because they have great plans on here um like I did one with Juan and his other interns for the creative tract and it was called all about releasing creativity and that was a really good um devotion plan that we did together but there are so many. If you're struggling with reading your Bible, you should definitely get on her. Like, if you don't know where to start, you should download the Bible app and just find a plan that works best for you. Because it is really good. Um, so, I think I am going to do one more question. Um, yeah, I'm going to do one more question. <laughs> um so we're gonna go back to one that Ashley Faulkner sent me because there were so many (laughs) 
Um, okay, so Ashley, your question was, did your pastor, did your pastor parents, did your pastor parents talk about tough topics at home, like drinking or sex, or did they not? Um, honestly, no, they didn't. <laughs> um, also, my mom was always the one to, like, give those kind of talks because, you know, she cares about her kids so, so, so much. I mean, my dad cares about us, too. Don't worry, y'all. But he's very, he's very chill. Um, but my mom is, like, the one that, that literally always has her eye on us. Um. But she actually did not talk about that. And my mom is very full of surprises. Like, there's a, there's a day where she's like, no, you can't go do this. I need you to stay home, uh, be with your family, da-da-da-da, whatever. And then there are other days where she's like, yeah, go ahead, have fun. Don't call, text, or whatever. Go and have fun with your friends. So she's she's full of surprises. Um, we love her for that, though. She's great. Um... Okay, but no, she did not actually talk about those kind of topics at home. Um, I mean, there were times where she, like, she told me what sex was. She was, she said, sex is a gift from God for two married people, like, that kind of thing. But it was nothing that was in detail. Um, And, you know, she also always said, like, not to drink. Obviously, I already knew that, though. Like, I didn't need her to tell me that. Um... And she never talked about drugs or anything like that. Like, never gave us any speeches about how drugs could kill you. Drinking could kill you. Nothing like that whatsoever. And I think it's because, I honestly think it's because, like, my parents or my mom, like, already knew, like, her kids aren't stupid to go out and do that. Like, we are very guarded and she has raised us right. Um... And we also grew up in church and, like, we learned about what to do, what not to do. And so I believe, like, she knew, like, already to that we were smart kids and she believed in us and she trusted us. Um, but she did not talk about those things at all. Um, yeah, I think I was, like, in the middle of saying something and then I interrupted myself with, like, a different uh, story. I don't know. But she didn't talk about those topics. Um, So, yeah. Um, All right. So, thank you guys for listening. This this is a weird way of ending the podcast. I'm so sorry for anyone that is listening. Um, But thank you guys for listening so much. Again, this is Deborah Rodriguez. And this is my podcast. Church Kids, a podcast about music, art, fashion, and PKs growing up under church pews. Until next time, everyone. Bye!